How wonderfully strange are my feelings, Edward Lear wrote in his diary in 1858. Well, this series of four short programmes aims to explore both the wonder and the strangeness of those feelings as they find expression in Lear's life and his work, in his nonsense poetry, his letters, his diaries, his travel journals and other things besides. Well, Lear is, of course, most famous as the author of The Owl and the Pussycat. And since his first book of nonsense appeared in 1846, it's never been out of print. That year, Lear also published his first book of travel writing, Illustrated Excursions in Italy. And he also contributed to a natural history book entitled Gleanings from the Menagerie and Avery in Knowsley Hall. And in fact, in the summer of 1846, Lear was being asked to give drawing lessons to Queen Victoria. His lifelong dream, as Lear put it, was to carry out the views and feelings of landscape I know to exist within me. And those feelings are sometimes hard to get at or hard to be sure of for Lear and for us. As he noted on another occasion, we ought to know and feel the uncertainty of life continually. And that little shift from knowing to feeling is characteristic of Lear. When in one of his most famous lines, we learn how pleasant to know Mr. Lear, the line has a glint of irony or reserve in it. It gives us the sense that it might not be only pleasant to know Mr. Lear or pleasant might not be the only thing that he is. Never was there a man who could so live into the feelings of a child, one contemporary wrote of Lear. And I think one of the reasons for that, or one of the reasons that Lear speaks so well to children uh, or to the children in us, is because he speaks up for strong feelings, odd feelings, mixed feelings. In one of Lear's nonsense tales, a group of children go round the world and at one point the narrator observes Overcome by their feelings, the four little travellers instantly jumped into a tea kettle and fell fast asleep. Well, never has going to sleep sounded like so much fun. In the limericks, we learn that there was an old person of Ealing who was wholly devoid of good feeling. But good feeling here, safe feeling, sensible feeling, proper feeling, is what Lear's nonsense so frequently resists. And although all the people of Ealing are distressed by the man's lapse in good form, to me he looks rather pleased with himself in the picture. Elsewhere, there was an old person in grey whose feelings were tinged with dismay. Only tinged, we should note from the verse. So the feelings contained dismay, but they also contained other things besides. The poem, like the old person, doesn't so much submit to dismay, but plays with it. She purchased two parrots and fed them with carrots, which pleased that old person in grey. It's as though the old person has become young again or become newly strange, newly wonderful to herself. In the following four programmes, we look at a range of other emotions and affects in Lear, laughter, weeping, wonder, disgust. Now there's perhaps a danger when reading Lear, or rather in trying to interpret him, of being too coherent. 
and we're mindful of that danger. So we offer these programs as questions or as carrots. <laughs>